We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. I'm Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Join us live tonight for the Brandon Graham Show and the Players' Lounge with Jordan Mailata at 6 p.m., and continuing all through the playoffs. I wonder if BG is going to be a little distracted. I mean, he's got a big game tonight. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the game tonight. How did I forget about the game? I mean, do, does he have a bet with Sidney Jones? On, uh, on <laughs> Sidney Jones. He's, he's most notable. I was about to say, where the hell is Sidney Jones at? I'm trying to think if there's any other Washington Huskies. It's like Fultz, like Fultz, but for uh, – Yeah, for, those, for, those are the only two. For football, that's it? Well, I mean – well, there's probably some notable Huskies around the league. I thought no, you meant no, no, that. Yeah, funny. yeah. I don't think we've had any other Huskies here. No. no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're so weird too. Like, I'm, I'm shocked they're actually in the the, the championship because like really. Like, no, I mean Dude, like Penix has been balling all year. No, but I'm saying like Washington feels like the team every year. It's like, oh, they're top five, and they lose. Right. They, they get bludgeoned by an SEC they team. They normally do. Yeah. Yeah, but they. Yeah, they made it through. I listen. I'll, I'll be betting with my. Um, my heart instead of my head tonight. You won't be going back for the parade? Yeah. Michigan well, wins. I will not be betting <laughs> on Michigan tonight. That's for damn sure. So let's go Huskies. You know, uh, welcome, well, yeah, welcome to the Big Ten. It's a Big Ten National Championship game. That's right. That's like Maryland being the last Big Ten team to win a national title in basketball. Go Terps. But, um, wait, Washington's going to the Big Ten? Yeah. Oh, my God. With Oregon. Awesome. And they're starting next year. Yeah. USC, UCLA. Tell them, Ben. We're waiting yeah, on yeah, Chip yeah, yeah. Kelly. That's right. I don't <laughs> want to Chip Kelly back on my sidelines again. That's right. Uh, I will be taking Washington money line. I mean, <laughs> way too much pressure on this Michigan football team. Twenty five. Harbaugh leaves. Oh. he's definitely gone. I think he's. I think he's gonna get charged. When he made those comments about coaches should give up fifteen percent of their salary, that's see, that's speaking like a coach who's leaving. Because he ain't giving up 15% of his salary for players. Absolutely not. <laughs> he, he would never do that. He wants the other college coaches to do it. So, yeah, I think he's I, – I think he ends up in uh, Vegas. I still think – I think he's a charger. Think he's a charger? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're the charger, would you rather have Belichick or Harbaugh? Harbaugh. I agree. Because you want an offensive guy. If you're the Eagles, would you rather have uh, <laughs> Belichick or Sirianni? <laughs> Belichick or Sirianni. Listen, I, I'll take Bill. Sure. The Harbaugh thing. Uh, the, I'll take Belichick. There's a question, and it might be tomorrow. I'm just letting everyone know. Uh, <laughs> who would you rather be the head coach next year? Sirianni, Ben Johnson, John Harbaugh, or Bill Belichick? And Ben Johnson is the OC in Detroit. In Detroit. The, the, asking for $15 million a year, apparently. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Holy cow. Bold, man. Yeah, that is bold. <laughs> He's asking for a <laughs> – <laughs> yeah. What happens if you lose We lose 21-14 to 14 to the Rams? Yeah, he's only put up 14 points. Oh, how about Dan Campbell playing Sam Laporta in that in a game? It doesn't yeah. really mean anything. And he might be done. Got him injured, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Come on, Campbell. Put the, stand up with the buddy kneecaps for a little bit. Let's, let's think, a little, think a little smarter. Think a little smarter. All right. Uh, let's get to what we do uh, every day around this time in the afternoon show. It used to be sponsored, but ever since I haven't been on the top five, interesting. Uh, <laughs> there's no longer a sponsor for the top five. It's a top five five on the afternoon show. 
Hold on. Oh, great. So you stole the buzz. Oh, yeah, sorry. who the hell told y'all to do that? Yeah, I mean, you two, you, you two get one shift over on New Year's Eve, and now you're, you're writing your own things? I had to follow. I couldn't let him do it like that and not buzz? copy him. Like, why would you follow Buzz? I don't you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good one. Then why did you use his voice and not your voice? It was his. Voice. No, that was my voice. Was that your voice? It People have gotten the, us confused. He did the dumb little question mark. I know. Yeah, and maybe that's why it sounded like uh, Buzz. Yeah. All right, we'll get back in the lab. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a Monday. We need to hand out blame. Uh, I have my blame balls for why the Eagles lost and why oh, we're in the position. Relax. Sound a little excited. Come on. Um, number five, Big Dom. I mean, they were 10-1. and one. The yeah. guy's on the sideline. All is good. He's like a national sensation. He gets kicked out of a game for putting hands on a linebacker, and now they stink. Yeah. No, Big Dom made it about him. You know? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, it's, am I right? Will he be allowed back now? He's back in the playoffs. So the season's so going to be safe. He's yes. back in the playoffs. Okay. So we got Big Dom back on the sideline next week. So but the run's on. Things like have it. collapsed without Big they Dom. They really have. Yeah. You better get back. Like I, I didn't like seeing AJ and Big Dom having to shake everyone's hand walking into the the locker room the last locker night. Locker room, yes. Yeah, yeah, I need him back out on the field. I agree. Yeah. All right. What's, what's number four? Uh, number four is Howie. I mean, we brought it up in terms of the coordinators and everything, but mm -hmm. has he made? Were any of his off-season moves? Did they? Any of them turn out to be right? Except for getting <laughs> Braden Man. Like, was that his best off-season oh, move? By the way, he did that in the season because they started the year sip off. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Um, they brought Brandon Man up in practice squad. Um, yeah, you would have to. Well, I mean, DeAndre Swift worked out. That was a good move. They traded for him. That's yeah. true. Defensive. Oh, defensively, no. I can't think of anything. Jalen Carter? Oh, yeah. Well, you meant drafting, too. Okay. Okay. That's uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, the Georgia boys, I haven't heard from them in about a month. No. Meaning the, the, the D tackles I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't uh, heard from them. I mean, defensively, yeah. I mean, they let, let CJJG go. Trade for Kevin Byard. I mean, yeah, hasn't really done. A, he got the one interception, but that's it. Hasn't flashed. No. Nope. Um, I think I think they can get out from under him pretty okay, easily this offseason. But okay. still, but then, if, if but, they can, they need to go ahead and move on. Well, the problem is though, is that Sydney tore his ACL. Right. So, so who's you need the other a safety, safety. Yeah. And like, when's Sydney gonna be back? We. Five? Probably somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, which stinks because he's losing a whole offseason of development. But, yeah, Howie's, yep. Howie's going to definitely be a, a topic of conversation this uh, this summer for sure. What's next? Number three is the players. And, like, I, I don't want to single out one person. It, it should be said, the only guy that had a good game might have been Quez Watkins. <laughs> which is a problem. Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah, which is a problem. And I, I believe, he let us uh, know. Well, and Nick said today about how, like, important Quez is to their offense. Oh, like, can we just <laughs> – can we just stop with the – he needs to be off uh, – by the way, I mean, they might have found the new Sultan of the slot with Brittany Covey. I mean – Did he do well yesterday? He, well, he did, actually. Um, <laughs> Merrill was excited. Merrill was very excited. I did I did have Brittany Covey, like, plus 2,000. touchdown, yeah, of course. And, of course, he only had one foot in bounds. Yeah, he, he caught a touchdown. Was, oh, did he? Yeah, he was out See, I didn't even see that play. Yeah, Mariota's dropping dimes, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Brittany Covey, maybe the new slot receiver next year. And punt returner? Awesome. <laughs> Nothing he can't do. The savior of the offense. All right, what's next? Uh, number two is Matt Patricia. I, I mean, I know it's been a topic of conversation today. I, I just can't fathom we're in the position where this is a Super Bowl contender and they hand the keys to the defense over to freaking Matt Patricia. Like, that's how far we've fallen. And it's only gotten worse against, like, the worst offenses in the league. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, these aren't even great offenses that we've been facing. It's, it's terrible. The, like Kyler lit him up. Now Kyler's showing some things, sure, but still, it's it's the, it's the Cardinals. Uh, dude, Drew Locke at the end of the game. Dude, if Tyrod plays the whole game on Christmas, they probably lose. I mean, the only reason that that that's true. I mean, Tommy DeVito was was terrible because he is terrible. He's always yeah. terrible. Um, yeah, Patricia against bat like they fired Sean Desai after going through Niners, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs. Cowboys, like that's a, a pretty strong. Like, not many defensive coordinators are going to show up and, and dominate those teams. Ah, oh. so now that it's Matt Patricia in there, the defense being bad was okay prior to him being there. Like I said earlier, Sean Asai <laughs> had some moments, at least where it was like they put up a, a fight. These last couple of games, the defense, they, they're just out there. No slay. No slay. Most important player on the defense. I'm just saying, no Slay. Good. What's next? The Cardinals ran for 300. I don't know if Slay Slay's is changing that. <laughs> well, There's a lot more wrong with, with Some the... guy named Dortch who had 84 <laughs> yards receiving. And yesterday, Wandell Robinson, I would have thought it was, uh, I don't know, like Tyreek Hill out there. Yeah. college Tavon Austin. Yeah. What he looked like. It's um, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Number pretty one's bad. Nick Sirianni. Like, I, it's been talked Hold about all day. Hold him accountable, Ben. Get him. I don't want to rehash the entire show, but that was a coach loss. Like, you can't sit back on your couch watching the game and think, really, for the last month and a half, it's looked like a well-coached team. Like, if there's one thing, they're making stupid mistakes, whether it's fumbles or penalties or whatever. They have no plan against the blitz. Like, if any DC blitzes them, they just can't move forward, which I've never seen in the last week of the year. And it all just, all the, all the player stuff, I don't know. It goes on the coach. The coach says to blame him. Let's blame him. Yeah, yeah that's easier to do. It is easier. <laughs> and See, exactly. and listen, he accepts it. Yeah, he accepts the and blame. I, and I, I just—he's not, not up at the podium pointing his finger at anybody else or no. anything else. Well, I'm just saying some coaches do that to save their own neck. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because he's got a vote of confidence from upstairs. Of course he does. But if, <laughs> of course he has a vote of confidence from upstairs. But if they lose on Monday and the offense doesn't look great, that'll be a historic collapse and a first-round playoff I, loss when you're 10-1. I, I just think things can change. I do, and I don't. I, I don't think Jeffrey Lurie is a knee-jerk reaction owner. Uh, they realize exactly what a lot of others have realized, that this team has underachieved the last uh, month or so. They certainly have not met expectations. If, if Now, here's what I'll say. His future doesn't hinge on next week's game. Now, Jeffrey Lurie may have already decided I'm firing Nick Sirianni. This ain't good enough. That may be what he's already decided, but it's not hinging on next week's game. You think Jeffrey Lurie is sitting around, he wants to fire the coach, but but because he beats Tampa, he's going to keep him for a whole nother year. He's not going to do that. It's not Jeffrey Lurie. So if he's already disappointed to the level in which he thinks there needs to be a new head coach, there's nothing Nick Sirianni can do other than get into the Super Bowl that, that would be able to change that. You're probably right. Uh, and, and it does feel like this has just really started being a talking point this last two weeks. But we do know that when the, when the, the pressure's on the Eagles and, 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 and it feels like the city and the weight of the world is on their shoulders, I mean – they're gonna have to do something. And they don't fire. The, they don't fire coaches based off public pressure. They don't. It's not what they do. They don't hire coaches based off public pressure. They don't. So they have their own philosophy. They have their own. They have the intel. 
because they're on that side of things. Instead of speculating and guessing what's going on inside the building, they're actually in the building. They have meetings with the coach. They have meetings with the other coaches. They understand. So, again, I'm not telling you Nick Sirianni absolutely isn't getting fired. What I'm saying is Jeffrey Lurie isn't waiting to see what happens at the end of that game Monday to decide that. He may have already said, you know what? Yeah, it's over with. The last time he, he knew exactly for sure what he was going to do and didn't wait to the end of the season was Chip Kelly mm-hmm. because he knew he was firing him at the end of the year. And the last straw was, we all know what the last straw was, when he didn't attend that party and, 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 and continued to show blatant disrespect to the owner. That's when it was, no, he has to get out of my building. And, now, they, and they didn't wait to the end of the year. I was with Ray Rose. We won three games. We looked terrible all year. They fired him at the end of the season. Now, the Doug one is interesting because I think they – They would have brought Doug back. Yes. But they didn't like his plan. Yeah, Doug wanted to have Matt Burke and, and who else? Uh, was it Walsh? Was it Carson, Carson Walsh? Carson Walsh as his coordinators. And yeah, he did not have an inspiring plan. Yeah. And I wonder what Sirianni's plan is. Now, I know, like, they probably have more control – 100% have more control over what, what he does. I, I would think the Eagles have – if I were them, right, I want to change both coordinators. I, I think Sean Desai was almost what was left over for them to take as their D.C. last year. I don't know if that was really their top choice as defensive coordinator. They've given Brian Johnson a chance to call these plays. All this stuff we're talking about, Nick Sirianni and what he hasn't done, I'm sorry, is, is somebody, is somebody tape, a duct tape Brian Johnson's mouth? He's not allowed to suggest things? He can't add things? If he has an idea how to beat the blitz and all this other stuff, he's an OC, right? He's the offensive coordinator. Shane Steichen had these ideas as the OC. When he was the OC and Nick Sirianni was calling plays and was terrible at it in the first year, Shane Steichen had an idea what to do as an OC. Right? So maybe the job is too big for Brian Johnson. I know we all like him. He's not a bad guy, all this other stuff. But where's his answers to fix what's going on? He certainly doesn't seem to have it. I mean, this, 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 this little brain trust has not inspired the, the masses. This See, year. that's the thing with me, with Nick. Like, Nick has already been in that position. So I, I, I'm trying to be respectful to him and I but I just don't think he's there for his X's and O's his schemes his brilliant mind he's not Sean McVay he's not Kyle Shanahan it's not what he's there to do that's not what he brings to the table and if they felt like they didn't want that and they wanted somebody that could actually call the plays and all this other stuff then that's what they would have brought in here and done so I think they just move on from the coordinators or they figure out a way to try to fix that I think they hired Nick Sirianni for the reasons that they like him for, and unless those things have changed, I, I don't buy into the whole he's lost the locker room and all this other stuff. No, people say the players quit on Nick Sirianni. No, the players have quit on each other. You quit it's on your teammates. Not riding waves. Right? How about going out and playing hard for the man that's lined up next to you? All this old, I'm quitting, I quit on the coach and all. No, you quit on your teammate. Because every player in there isn't feeling that way. So if there's one or two guys who, have not, who aren't buying in to the coach anymore, then maybe you're the guy that's, that's the problem. Because you can't tell me everybody in the locker room doesn't, doesn't, care, doesn't believe in the coach anymore. I just don't get that sense. Yeah. Um, I just don't get that sense. And we won't know that. And, and we'll see what happens, at, whatever happens on Monday. I mean, if he does get moved on from it, I think it would be more that the players don't believe him anymore than it is 
the offensive coaching staff because, like you said, they could bring in a coordinator. But we don't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know that. This, uh, this segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Windows' big winter sale through the month of January. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDER or visit GOGUIDA.com. Corey's in Columbus. What's happening, Corey? My man, Ike, Jack, what up? What up, C? Hey, man, you, what, what makes me mad about the whole situation is that people want to move on from Sirianni. And I know we've kind of talked about it today. How, how come Howie Roseman, and, and, and I think Howie's a great GM. I honestly think he's the best GM. When he does things, I say he's a GOAT. But it's, how, how come this dude continues to just hire co- – like, this dude has been here through four coaches in the Eagles. Like, I feel like that, that got to be like a history in the, in the NFL. Like, how many GMs have survived four coaching changes? And then we always point to the coach. Like, whenever, whenever there's a problem, it's always like, oh, the coach has lost the locker room. We got to move on. We, 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 like, we obviously, we, we saw what happened with Chip. I'm not excusing that. The Andy Reid situation, we went through Doug, and now with Sirianni. So, dude, has the team, does the team believe in him? So, they, they believed in this dude 12 months ago, right? So, other than, other than the, the main core four that we have, None of these other dudes have ever won a Super Bowl. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith been here for three years, Jalen Hurst three years, all, all these young players. How the hell you going to tell me they, believe, they lost belief in a coach that literally just took them to the Super Bowl less than, what, eight months ago? Unless, I'm just, they, don't, I'm just unless they don't believe that he was the reason they went to the Super Bowl and they used to long for the ride. So you mean to tell me Jalen Hurts, the guy that people, they didn't even know if this dude was going to be the quarterback last year. They said if he didn't have a good season, we was going to look to move on. That guy who, the guy made his quarterback because they, nobody else, and don't, and don't try to tell me because there may be only 10 people that called the show believed in Jalen Hurts. Now that guy didn't, but oh, he was the reason why they went to the Super Bowl. So that now everybody believes that. Come on, Jack. Come on, Jack. We, we, well, you're we, talking, we, about, we you're talking about one player, that. though. You're talking about one player. And obviously Shane Steichen was a part of that. But what, but what I'm what I'm saying is, and then that's something else. So Shane Steichen, I remember calling on this show when everybody, when Doug, when Doug was here, oh, we didn't win the Super Bowl because of Doug. It was because of Frank Wright. But Doug called the plays. Now this time it's switched. Every oh, we the reason why we won is because Frank Wright. But what's funny is Sirianni came from Frank Wright. He won the similar office to Frank Wright, who's been fired like seven times since he's been a head coach. <laughs> but he was the reason why we won. Come on, man. One plus one ain't even – that math ain't matching with me. But the problem is these players need to take accountability for them doing the stuff that they're doing. Listen, I, I'm, I'm being weird. I don't give a damn about the optics. If I'm the Eagles, I'm firing Matt Patricia. Listen, we gave you a chance. You garbage. Sign the side. Can you call a defense for the playoffs? Uh, uh, they just they just fired Wink Martindale. Bring him in here, but let him teach y'all how to beat the blitz. Because clearly the people y'all got in the building, I wouldn't even hire Wink Martindale to be the defensive guy. I would just say, hey, can you teach the offense how to beat your blitz? So maybe going into the week, they know how to play against it because something ain't ain't working. These coordinators, we got to stop hiring these young guys that got no experience. Brian Johnson, everybody, oh, he's a nice young guy. Yeah, he was a good QB coach. But he, he might not have been ready just to move might up not, to the right. office of coordinator yet. Yep. We got we to gotta stop with these just, oh, just because he's the next guy in line giving him the job. I'm, I'm tired of that too, man. Because who, who was the guy under Doug that got, got, um, 
got bumped up to OC. Well, Mike Groh. Mike Groh, that's who it was, Mike Groh. He was the first one. Yeah. And then it was Press Taylor. I think it was Press Taylor, yeah. And then I think he tried for Carson Walsh, and that's when they said, you know what? <laughs> We're good. But it is interesting. You know, we talk about the correlation between uh, Super Bowl teams, right? Mm-hmm. 17, Frank Reich had called plays with the Chargers. Sure. Shane Steichen had called plays for the Chargers. They brought sure. in experienced play callers. And what they can't let happen here is what they let happen with Carson, which is that regression of a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, what we're seeing from Jalen this year, he's been okay. I mean, he's still, he's still a good player. But they, they can't have the same thing happen again with back-to-back, quote-unquote, franchise quarterbacks. Right. So, hopefully, they go out and get a, a, another experienced offensive coordinator and not let Nick Sirianni keep trying to promote, promote from within and, and promote his own guys. And I, don't th- I don't think they will. I think, I think they did learn from that. Yeah, I, I mean, Jalen's development certainly still matters. And I don't know if I'm ready to say he regressed as a whole, but from what he did last year, he certainly has taken a step back. If for no other reason, the, the decision-making, um, the turnovers, things of that nature mm-hmm. this year, he's thrown about the same amount of touchdowns, same, about the same amount of yards. Uh, it's the interceptions are definitely up this year. I don't know where his sacks are compared to where he was last year. He got sacked quite a bit last year as well. Yeah, and well, he's down a lot of rushing yards. He's down a lot of rushing yards. And, and part of that could be because he was banged up earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't running as much. Um, I, think, I think that's part of it. Yeah, here's the other thing that, that, that I wonder with Jalen. You know, did he go through the same off-season workout regimen that he did when he felt like he still had something to prove? And last year, there's a lot of reports he's following Tom Brady all around and, and where, wherever they were training together with Tom House. We didn't hear uh, any of that. First of all, you're not Tom Brady. You're not even that style of quarterback. Right? I mean, from, from the, Tom Brady can't, can't talk to you about or show you about playing the quarterback position from a mobile standpoint and what today's offenses are. You're not in a drop-back offense, offensive system. You know, Tom Brady was still lining up under center. As a quarterback, well, I mean, again, it's another correlation between you know Jalen and Carson. Is that Carson? We remember heading into seventeen, he was working with the guy to, to clean his mechanics up, mm-hmm. and he went out and had his best year. Jalen last year worked with the mechanics guy, I believe it was Tom House. Yeah, and he had a great year passing. This year, we just haven't seen that. Yeah, and we don't hear hear the reports of it. More Hulu commercials. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, everybody's a little distracted this all season. What happens? This offseason, everybody's a little distracted. And, and I think there's a certain, there's a hint of cockiness and overconfidence with this team, with some of the players. When you have success as fast as that unit had last year, now you start to believe those, those press clippings. I'm showing my age. I don't have press clippings anymore. Don't know what that is. Yes. <laughs> start believing start, those tweets. Yeah, you're starting to believe those tweets. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 the shorts, the TikTok posts. Yeah, yeah it's all that those stuff. And, and that can happen sometimes. Is that players, you're not as hungry or as focused as you were when you were trying to prove you're a good player. AJ was in his first year here, right? It was, it was all about Hurt season hmm? in 2022, right? It was about Jalen Hurts proving to everybody that he's the guy. It's, remember the hat and the oh, T-shirt yeah. they came to training camp with and oh, all yeah. of that? Hadn't seen that this year. Haven't heard a lot of that's my, uh, that's my brother. Yeah, haven't seen a lot of that this year. Well, and you mentioned the players with that. We said secret handshakes and everything last year. Celebrations. Haven't seen any of that Where's this the gritty? Year. Bring out the gritty. I'm just saying I haven't seen any of that stuff well, this you, year. You bring in the players, and, and, and maybe they felt a little bit too cocky and confident. 
that's how I kind of feel about the head coach, too. Oh, well. I mean, holy yeah, cow. Yeah, we haven't, haven't seen much mean mugging. And he looks so – he looks like, you know, they show the president when they get to the White House versus when they leave the White House. Which president? All of them. Oh, all of them, okay. Yeah, yeah, not, This is not political. <laughs> I'm just saying that the before and after shots. Sure. Oh, I know you're talking about just being stressed out. Yeah. That's what Sirianni's starting to look like in these press conferences. Yeah, those, those bags under the eyes are getting a little deeper, man. Oh, he's, the good part is – He's got all the answers coming up on Monday down in Tampa. 2 and 5, 5 9, 2, 94, 94. It's Ike Reese, Jack Fritz, the afternoon show live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Go where the players go. Chickies and Pete's is the only place to watch all the play- Eagles playoff action. Find a location at chickiesandpete's.com. On the other side, we'll get to all your phone calls before the Brandon Graham show. And something that irked me yesterday uh, that I just, I'm over. I'm over this one thing that happened yesterday. Okay. We'll get to that text line. All your phone calls coming up next here on the afternoon show. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. Now, for these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick a W. Um, you know what? I don't have the spreads in front of me right now, but if I'm just going money lines this weekend, I gave you my NFC winners. I'll give you my AFC winners. I think... Houston has a real chance to upset Cleveland at home as divisional winners. Joe Flacco, does that? Does he turn into a pumpkin this weekend? I'm not sure. I think I like Houston plus the points. Love C.J. Stroud. Who else you got? You got Buffalo taking on Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, give me Buffalo uh, in that game. And then I got Miami. That's the big game of the weekend. Miami taking on Kansas City. Tyree Hill headed back to Kansas City. <sighs> Want to pick Kansas City because they're at home. So, yeah, I'm going with Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid at home. But wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins that game um, on the road. So, if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Now, I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Ike. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ariota back. Looks left, looks right, firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Wes Watkins went high in the air for a 16-yard touchdown. This is really well executed by Marcus Mariota. Show here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Would have loved that fight in the Super Bowl. Maybe we'd have a ring right now from Quez. At least he he understands you got to go up and get the ball. In in essentially a (laughs) preseason game. I mean, holy cow. All right, I needed that three weeks ago against the uh, Seahawks. Yeah, I needed it in February. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But what bothered me, Ike, about the Quest catch and touchdown is, yeah. is the celebration after. Yeah. Where he goes to the crowd and he's like, keep talking. It's like, <laughs> dude, 
Like, you are so, like, you are so disappointing. Frustrating to you. No, he's so frustrating. Well, it's his first touchdown of the season, right? And then, uh, sure. <laughs> sure. And then he puts on his Instagram story, I'll forever bet on myself. Like, dude. Yeah. I appreciate the self-confidence. Right. But kind of read, read, read the room a little bit. It's, it's, it's not, uh, it might be his worst. Remember when, like, Jordan Matthews did the Rocky fighting thing as the Eagles were getting boat raced? Um, dude, it was, I think, maybe the Cardinals game when David Johnson had, like, <laughs> a million yards rushing. and they, they were, I do remember that game. They were down by a million, and Jordan Matthews got a pointless touchdown and started doing the Rocky fighting thing, and everyone started booing him. Like, come on, Quez. Yeah. You're Quez Watkins, man. I don't, I don't need the, the, po- the, the cheap trick. You stink, okay? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you're just a guy. You're very replaceable. We right. found our next slot receiver in Britton Covey. Britton Covey. Yeah, with Belichick's guy. Like, it's just – I didn't yeah, need it. Well, well, you know, in celebrating at that point in the game when the game is gone the way that it's gone, yeah, that's, that's – Nobody's going to feel good about also, that. Also, what did you accomplish? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no one was playing at that point. Mariota made the throw. You already got – you were down 24 nothing at halftime. <laughs> and listen, Quez is basically looking at it like, hey, man. I know. I just scored my touchdown. No, I know. I'm like, so we had him on the postgame show as, as, as the guest. Of course, that's who Jolly got. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, I don't know what to ask – because I want to ask him, like, what was, what was up with the celebration? What was the man? A little bit. I'm glad you did. He sounded upset, which is good. You know, he put on a, a good act, I guess. Right. Um, but, man, I just – I didn't need it. I didn't need the Quez Watkins <laughs> celebration uh, after the touchdown yesterday. So, don't, out, I don't think we'll see it. on Quez. Well, I don't think we'll see it again. So, I don't think we'll have to worry about it. But yeah, he might score the game when he touched out. I also week. didn't need Slay tweeting after the game. 0-0, zero, zero, let's go. Well, and you know – that's the messaging out of the locker room. Right, I was going to say, yeah, I, that, that's pretty much what that was, was they almost have to tell themselves that to erase what has happened the last five to six weeks. Like, and, and from a player standpoint, I didn't have as much of a problem with the Slay tweet as I did with the Quiz uh, celebration. With the Slay tweet, is, it's almost saying it's a fresh start. Now, we'll see what does that lead to anything, but no. you're almost got to, as a player, you're trying to convince yourself, put all that behind you, we're all even now. And we'll see. There's yeah. a lot of zero-zero yeah. talk after the uh, <laughs> after, after the game yesterday. You can tell that was the that was the message in, yep. the, in the locker room. Yeah, yes. well, only, can only go up from here until <laughs> everybody's we even. We're zero and zero. Oh, new season. That's right. New season. Nixon, uh, Nixon College. What's happening, Nick? Gentlemen, what's up, fellas? What's up, Listen, brother? Uh, what's up, Nick? I'm I'm done with Quest. Like when he when he quit on that route in fe- uh, twelve mm-hmm. uh, whatever is it like twelve months ago, eleven months ago. That was a ball game. He quit on that route. It was a touchdown. Then he looked around like, well, what happened? Like, I'm done with that dude. <laughs> he is pretty for quick. To, uh, yeah. I mean, he had, what, one catch last year for a Super Bowl, and he said, keep talking. It's like, dude, <laughs> dude <laughs> just please, please, so please, of, please keep, read the room. Speaking of keep talking, so how many first downs did we have yesterday? Well, in case you don't know, 19. <laughs> well, what's up with the coach, man? Like, he don't have, he don't have the mojo. Like, he's got to give me the first down signal. Like, did he forget how to do that the last four weeks, five weeks? Yeah, we don't see much of that anymore, yeah. That's why we call it a clown show. Yep. Because as a professional coach who has just a little bit of experience, like a previous caller brought up, like, you don't do that. You don't do that stuff. Only, if you had at least three cups of coffee in the NFL the head coach, you realize that that worm turns. And when it turns, the mm. last city you want to be in is Philly. <laughs> right? 
I mean, yes. that's the bottom line. Yeah. No, you're right. I blame everybody. Now, I, I'm going to give Howie a little bit of a break because nobody was giving Howie a tough time after the draft. Everybody was happy with Nolan Smith. Everybody was happy with all the draft picks. You can't look at a guy who got drafted right after him and go, oh, look at this guy. He's a pro bowler. Like, nobody wanted him. Like, in the grand scheme of things, nobody said before the, the draft, yeah, but that's we not want our that fault. guy. I mean, he's, he's supposed to be the one that's evaluating the un- talent. I understand that, but you can always look at their draft. You can blame every coach that passed on well, Tom but Brady. But do you think they got too infatuated with the Georgia thing? Oh, I mean, listen, that's still the best, divi- that's still the best division in, in college football, right? So anyway, let's make the big teams of the national championship. Peace out. <laughs> You're right. When, when you uh, the only the only bad thing when you draft when you when you draft from Alabama and and Georgia, like they have so many studs, you exactly. don't know which guy is the real stud and right. which guy is just a hanger on. So I agree with that. Now here's my thing. Like I'm done with everybody. Like I understand what you're saying, like that that the players aren't quitting on the coach; they're quitting on the players. No, what happened was that. First, your wide receiver, our wide receiver, and our QB, they decide to quit on the offense and, and, and the play calling. And do their own thing, yeah. And, and there's, like you said earlier, we don't know how long this has been going on. We just found out because it, it, it didn't get leaked. Like, well, no, AJ said, told us. Yeah. He, really said it. he didn't <laughs> yeah. realize what he was saying. But now, now he wants to come in, you know, 12 minutes before kickoff and tell Fox, Fox guy, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we got, we got to trust the coach. Dude, you didn't trust the coach. <laughs> You didn't yeah. trust the coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and, and it's a Howie show. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a Knicks show. Like, it's still Knicks guys. And the problem with hiring young coordinators, they haven't been through the, the storms. Like, you were, like, when you were a rookie, you, like you said, you kept your head down and you, yeah. you just did what you had to do. Yeah. Five years in, you were like, oh, no, I ain't got to do that. Like, like right. this is, the, uh, yeah. but you knew when you had, like, as a five year vet, you knew when to straighten up and, and when you could right. joke around a little bit and when you yep. can, you know, take a play off. Yeah. Uh, look, they, they need to be Ted Bay, okay? But I, I'm, it's still, look, they're still not off the griddle, man. I mean, they, they scored nine points against Carolina, who is playing golf at halftime. So, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, so, I mean, I, I hate to see the next week. If they, if they, I really believe they quit. They just, they're, they're done. Like, they really just want to go home. I hate to say that. But, like, let me tell you, man, I had no problem putting money line Giants, like, last Monday. Like, when, when, that, when I saw that, I'm like, this team has given up on themselves. Like, they've given up on themselves. Well, that's why I appreciate the call. Like, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they come out on Monday. I yeah. mean, if they come out on Monday and it's, and it's another, like, what are you guys doing? Like, do, do you guys want to be out there? I, I'm sure they might not have the horses defensively, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. But how you play still does matter. And I'm curious to see – what team shows up? Because we heard a lot of talk the last couple weeks of we'll fix it, we'll fix it. I've trusted the guys in this locker room. Well, if they go out and if they get embarrassed by Baker and those guys down in Tampa, like, I, I, I don't know. See, and, and here's what I see before we go back to the phones as, as, a, as a potential issue here is that I honestly believe the players do like Nick Sirianni and they respect Nick Sirianni. I do. But when we say the players gave up on the scheme, they're not giving up on Nick Sirianni. They're giving up on Brian Johnson and the defensive coordinators. That's what they've given up on. Like, that's what they've given up on. Because if, if it was a Nick Sirianni thing, there would be more disrespect and outward, outwardly uh, this outrage that points to that. That points to that. Like, A.J. doesn't have to come out and say what he said last week. AJ is a guy who almost has no filter and 
he doesn't have to come out and say he likes somebody if he really doesn't like them. Just don't say anything about it. But there's clearly some issues with trust in the schemes and the offense. And all I'm saying is, even though he, he mentioned Brian Johnson, well, he actually said Brian is out here catching a lot of flack yep. for this and that and the other. But what it really does say is that's, that's who they've given up on. Because I think that Brian Johnson has more to do with what's going on as a play call and everything else out there than Nick Sirianni does. That's fair. The Twitter question is sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect diamond engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at marksifeandjewelers.com. Were you happy to see Carson Wentz play well yesterday, Ike? Hell yeah. 77% said yes. Well, I'd say this fan base never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, he's back, baby. He's back. He's back. Let's go to Justin in Tennessee. What's happening, Justin? Well, how are the fellas? How y'all doing today? What's up, Justin? Just trying to, you know, stop the sky from falling. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it's, it's falling down here, too, believe it or not. Uh, the thing that really, I don't know, what I keep going back to is how he going back and doing something he said he, he would not have to do anymore. Like, after we won the Super Bowl, he went back and re-signed some vets that he said, you know, yeah, hindsight, 2020, I probably shouldn't went back and re-signed some guys. And that's what he did with Slay and Bradbury. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what irks me about it because everybody keeps going back to T.J. Edwards. Well, T.J., honestly, everybody's saying we should have signed him. Everything I gather, he didn't want to be here. He wanted to go home to Chicago. He, he grew up a Bears fan. That's the area he grew him. up. I think, I think that's what you say afterwards. All right, if the Eagles had it all for him a contract, you don't think he would have stayed? <sighs> Maybe. I, I, I really don't know. But that's just – we'll just say that's what we're here. You know what I'm saying? If he did want to go to Chicago – but the thing that really gets me, though, is something people haven't talked about enough is, okay, Jalen wants Brian Johnson to be the offensive coordinator. Well, we all know the offense has been a sore subject for everybody. Same thing happened with Carson. He wanted his guy. He wanted Press Taylor. That was his guy. And when it went south and Doug wanted who – was, who was the guy that you said Doug wanted to move on to, and then that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because Carson didn't like growth. You know, and it's like uh, I said earlier. The quarterback coach, what was his name, DeFilippo, he was the one that made everybody walk the walk. He, he, was, he was the one that held everyone accountable on that offense. Yep. And when he left, there was nobody, nobody there left, and it's like, well, we got a bunch of yes men. <laughs> you know, and it don't work like that. So if – I'm not totally out on Sirianni, but I ain't all in either. But if they want to surround him, like I said, bring in Eric Bien be offensive coordinator if they do get rid of Brian like Johnson. Yep. Bring in like a Leslie Frazier or maybe, I don't know what y'all think about him, a Mike Zimmer, if Mike Zimmer wanted to be a defensive coordinator because we Mike heard Zimmer. that he wanted to coach. You know, he's, he's a heck of a defensive coordinator, guys. He, he is. But uh, that's that's my thoughts on it. I ain't totally out on Nick, but I ain't all in on him neither. But I would love to see Kirk and what he could do with this offense and these toys with But that's my thought, boys. I know the sky's falling, but I still love you, and I mean, I'll holler at you later, boys. All right, Justin. I love you, brother. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I think the days – I think I would be surprised if they went another first-year coordinator route, if they do move on from those guys. I think it's – I think they would bring in someone that has a, a more experience, at least with playing – or uh, calling plays. Or a veteran stuff. OC. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bieniemy. Jim Caldwell. Kellen Moore. Jim Caldwell, that's an older offense, man. You got you to gotta be in today's offense. 
They just do. But do you think, do you think a lot more shotgun, one read, RPO, stuff like that? Do you think it's more more likely than not they would go an experienced play caller than a, another first year guy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think you bring in somewhat of a, a little bit of an OC that, and that also that can challenge these players offensively. That's why I said with Eric Bieniemy, you know, people. You know, they thought Eric Bieniemy was a little over the top with some of his coaching with Patrick Mahomes and some of the guys out there in Kansas City. Well, Ron, Ron Rivera did too. Yeah, well, I know. But 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 what I'm saying is that that's a coach that sounds like he holds guys accountable. He's a former player, and he's not afraid to hold guys accountable. And sometimes that's what you need. That's all I'm saying. And then maybe you don't get players changing plays on their own out there on the field in crunch time. I don't think he'd allow that. Uh, let's get to the, uh, the text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. The new 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge, online, mounthollynissan.com. Text line. Hey, guys. Carson in Los Angeles. He's back. He's back. Went off 17 rushes yesterday. He did cash plus 900 for a rushing touchdown. He did. I did not have that. I hadn't seen that touch on a football in a while from Carson. <laughs> you know, for that first touchdown. The Puka? Yeah. It's Puka? Good. It's good for the Bronco, man. Yeah. It's good. Everyone's, good everyone's rooting for Carson. Yeah. If you're not rooting for Carson, you're a bad Eagles fan. What's next? Did someone say my name? Chip in Big Ten country. <laughs> I know Ben Kenny's excited about Chip joining the Big Ten for sure. Oh, the best rush defense in the country last year. Dude, you're such He's a figured it out. UCLA? They did. <laughs> Who, ca- who cares? I care, Jack. <laughs> Why? It's fun. Because it's Big Ten. It's yeah. Big Ten football. Oh, man. When I think of Big Ten, I think of the, the you know. Southern Cal. Oh, man. The, the <laughs> Titanic tilts between USC and, and, and Southern Cal. <laughs> Los Angeles. Oh, it's awesome. That's awesome. Is it be snowing out there? Are they going to transport snow to some of those games or no? Somebody explain to me why the Eagles line is going up. Because they know this team's about to flip a switch. They're three-point favorites now. Up from two and a half? Yeah. It is an Eagles line, I will say that. And they listen to the show. Yeah, it's all positivity. They know this is, They listened to the locker room and said, uh, we, we're going to flip a switch this week. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Bill in Foxborough. <laughs> Get ready. What the hell was that? That's going to be his press conference next year. Oh, oh, for Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Jack wants. Exactly. We're going to get Belichick here. We're going to have Howard grilling him at the press conference. He is the one guy I would go ahead and move on for Nick Sirianni for. Dude, could you imagine Belichick yeah, just, here? Just to have him here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Howard goes from Belichick to Belichick, you know. Well, from Belichick, Belichick to, to Belichick. To Coach Belichick. He calls yeah, him. show him all types of respect. Calls him the GOAT. Yeah. Or you get to keep Matt Patricia, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he bring in Josh the best Daniels. And, and Joe Judge. Now, how, I mean, it's our special teams coach. I mean, Howard goes quickly from, like, you know, it was uh, all Brady. To it was all oh, it's completely, yeah, completely. Yeah, it's Actually, cool. blames Brady for the cheating. Exactly right. Yeah. He was deflating the footballs. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's thrilled over there. What's next? Seriously? You guys again? An escape room owner in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's all I need. One more escape room, and they're going to be flying high heading into the postseason. So let me get this straight. That Now that's a bad idea? Well, it didn't work. I mean, it didn't work at all. They still got torched. Maybe, maybe another players-only meeting. Well, maybe they like each other now. Yeah, they seem close. <laughs> or maybe it did the opposite. Maybe they, they don't like each other more. Did anyone get stuck in the escape room? 
Did they let Nick out? I can imagine who did get stuck in there. <laughs> we know who's the best at it, they said. Oh. Britton Covey, obviously. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, Either him or Jake Elliott, one, one of the two. Is there anything Covey can't do? It's our slot receiver next year. You heard it here first. What's next? Well, just 34 days until pitchers and catchers. Jack in Westchester. <laughs> yep, the fate of the city now in the hands of the Sixers and Phillies. Wow. <laughs> How's everyone feel? <laughs> everyone excited out there? So, so we talk about the biggest collapse in sports. That, that's bigger than in blowing a 3-2 lead at home. What, the, the NLCS? Yes. This is worse. This is worse. This is worse than the NLCS. I don't think so. At least they made the NLCS. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it worse. Well, I mean, it might hurt. I see what you did there. <laughs> which, is, which, is more, which is more embarrassing. Well, I don't know. Which is more embarrassing. Well, which hurt me more is obviously the Phillies. But, <laughs> exactly. But, but, like, I... I would mm, think that hurt everybody more. I think it hurt everyone more. Yeah. This, I just... I don't think people can really explain this. You know what this is? This... And this has been a gradual decline, too. So this isn't two days of Monday and Tuesday yeah. losing. And all of a sudden the season's over? Yeah, and all of a sudden the season is over, yeah. 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 This, is, this, is a month, this is an awful <laughs> month and a half. Yes. Again, after the Bills game, Jalen was the MVP frontrunner. It's unbelievable. Man. Number one rush defense in football. Yeah, and Mr. Well, Mr. What did Sean decide to do? Yeah. Listen, I, well, he gave up nearly 500 um, yards that game. Were they the number one rush defense in football? <laughs> they, they were. They've allowed 158 a game, I believe, since then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, you couldn't tell me anything after that Buffalo game. Uh, I had Jalen as top three quarterback special. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, that point is like, okay, maybe they just know how to win. Yeah. And that's why I can't. Well, Jalen's a winner. They, uh, yeah, and that's, that's Dunzo. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> that nonsense. Oh, all he does is win. Yeah, you can't beat the Cardinals and Giants. Not his fault. Let's close it out with Herb in the Northeast. What's happening, Herbie? Herb. Herb. What's up, guys? I'm out of the hospital. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, I was buddy. getting a lot of blame for the last time we talked, but it's good to see you're out of the hospital. Came home on Wednesday night. I've been moving around, and uh, things are looking good. I got to go see a doctor tomorrow and another doctor Wednesday, and I hope to be back at the Wells Fargo Maybe this weekend or sometime next week. That's a pretty yeah, quick recovery. Take, yeah, take right. your time, buddy. Take your time. I'm sure you have time yeah, off. Yeah, take my time. I'm, I need some money. Uh, I, need, I need good money. Point. Well, no, I, I go Venmo you. You want, you want to take a uh, fund? You want to take a, a go fund me? Go fund me for you? Get your hat out and get some money for me, you know? Sure. People don't, yeah. I mean, there's other ways to do it now, Herb. We can start a, yeah. we can start a page for you. Yes. Yeah. Um... Anyway, I got a big surprise for you guys when I see you. But, uh, yeah, the Saints are playing. Uh, the defense got to get back. I told That's you, right. they got to play like uh, Jim Johnson. They got to play like Brian Dawkins. Aggressive. Oh, yeah. Who's the Brian they Dawkins on this team? Blankenship? They got to play. They got to the interception yesterday? Uh, yeah, then he got hurt. That's the quarterback, dude. Disguise the blitz. Don't think. Don't make it look like you're coming. You've it's come, called a big dose of D. You come when they hike the ball, okay? And you bring the house, whatever you got to do. Wait till they uh, hike. Herb, they you stink. Know, so. Herb, Herb, they stink on defense. The, 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 the blitzing won't help. Well, if, if the quarterback's got to throw the ball, okay, in two seconds, 
they're going to throw to the wrong place. It's going to be incomplete. Not against this defense. this ball, when you get intercepted. Herb, Herb is Nick Sirianni play. coaching for his job on Monday? Are you holding him accountable? Yeah, I'm holding everybody Yeah, you are. Okay? Now, listen, offensively, this team can do it, but they got to mix the plays up, okay? Run fast, fast run. They know what they what it takes. <laughs> what they did last year, they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. They know how to call the plays, okay? One after the other. They got to call the plays, short plays, catch the ball, look in passes. You don't have to go deep. That, that play that uh, A.J. Brown got hurt, okay, he, they should have threw that like five yards. Did you actually watch that. the game yesterday, yeah. Herb? I mean, I know you're usually I, like a – Yeah, look. I watched all. I watched oh, that's it. big. I watched uh, last week against Arizona in the hospital, and I watched yesterday I watched the game. Uh, well, Herb, listen, man, we, we were thinking about you in the hospital. I got a lot of messages while I was away. You know, of, of making sure that, that Herb's okay. We talked to him last week, Man That's Elliot. Good. That's good. Well, he's here. He's fine. Yep. He's, he's, he's still he's, here. He battled his way through. So, uh, good on Herb. Either way, Ike. Yes. That's going to do it for us. Thank God. <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy to be easy being the, the light of positivity uh, in a sea of darkness. No one wants positivity right now. No. <laughs> no, they don't. Especially when 1964 is being brought up. But, you know, that's only by the baseball team. Uh, either way, the Brandon Graham Show is coming up next. This has been uh, the afternoon show. Of course, we are live at Jiggies and Beats in South Philly. Join us tonight for the Brandon Graham Show and Players Lounge with Jordan Mylotta at 6 p.m. continuing all through. The more positivity coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. BG. BG and Howard, you know they're positive. Oh, yeah. Captain Eagles. Uh, we'll see a Sirianni if he's lost the locker room. All the hard-hitting questions coming up next. Uh, The Brandon Graham Show is coming up next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.